0: with your ever faithful hosts John McDonald that is me and my always good friend Kyron Morrison hey how you doing hey I'm good how you doing man? hi yeah pretty good pretty good lovely 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 cool so we're uh, we're gonna dive right into it again we're up to 14 episode 14 now yeah we're getting there man I, I realized the last couple of weeks I haven't inquisitively asked what episode we're up to.
1: <laughs> it, it's <laughs> going to be important to drop numbers very soon.
0: Yeah, I know. It's yeah, you know, I'm just relishing it while I can. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Awesome. So, shall we jump in?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good idea, Joel. I Let's would like in. for you to tell me what you've been playing. Awesome.
0: I would love to tell you what I've been playing, Kyra, because I have been playing a little game that I missed when it came out last year. Um that I wanted to pick up but it came out around the same time as Metal Gear Solid 5 so it got it fell by the wayside uh and I recently picked it up in a PlayStation sale this week and that game is Mad Max because my name is Max (coughs) I I promise that will not be the last time I do a terrible terrible Mad Max impersonation in this little spiel um so for those of you who don't know about uh The Mad Max video game. It's by Avalanche Studios, the guys who make uh, Just Cause. Uh, Yeah, Just Cause, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not making that up. Yep. Cool. Awesome. I just like second guessed myself (laughs) then, and I was like, oh. Well, because that was the uh, thing.
1: Because it came out like I think it was maybe a month or two months before Just Cause Three. It was. It was an interesting time to put it out. That's the say the least. And it's it's a much more
0: (laughs) grounded is probably the best way to put it game than than the Just Cause series. Um, but by no means does that make it any less of a game. Um, I have been having a fucking ball with this game. It is exactly what I wanted. I it went on sale. Uh, there was like a you know games for under thirty dollars sale on the PSN at the moment, and um, it was twenty five dollars. And I'm I sort of it was last week. I'm going oh do I don't I I'm not really sure. Mm. And I finally bit the bullet on it and went no I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it. And so after we finished recording last week, I actually booted it up and had a quick play around with it um and i was like all right this is good and the next day uh once it had finished downloading i i dived straight back into it um and so yeah it's uh it's basically a big collect the fun game if you want to call it that i guess open world adventure game uh where you are the titular max um who is he mad is he mad He's pretty mad because pretty the game mad. starts off and uh, his car, the Interceptor, gets taken by uh, Scrotus and his war boys. Um, well, that'll do it. Yeah, exactly. And they basically trash it and pull it apart and uh, yeah, he gets mad. And uh, and thus the game begins. Um, so it's cool. I, I, from what I can tell, this takes place either just before or after Fury Road. There's no real, like, like set timeline of when it actually is in the uh in the, within the franchise. But uh yeah, I, I it's I, I feel like it's either just before or just after Fury Road because um Morton Joe gets mentioned quite a few times, especially in some of the bios. What? Um Scrotus himself is a uh is one of
1: uh Morton Joe's sons. Um I was gonna say, like more than anything it would probably be because Fury Road is the more recent Mad Max in people's minds yeah, it was also largely successful as well. Even if you didn't know Mad Max, you probably oh, yeah. saw Fury Road and was just like, "Well, this is shit. This is a good movie."
0: Yeah, it's a good place to jump into it if you've never seen any of them before. I've seen one and two. I haven't seen Beyond Thunderdome, which I've heard is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I, I we'll see the thing was that like the reason why I wanted to play this game is I I've always sort of loved Mad Max. It hasn't been. It's not like my favorite movie of all time, but um. It's, I think it was, like, the first R-rated film I ever watched. The first... Either the first or second Mad Max. Um, I remember my brother-in-law showing it to me. He's like, yeah, well, we'll show you this movie called Mad Max. I was maybe, like, 12 or so. 12 or 13. Um, and, like, it was R-rated, but it's it's not terrible. It's just... It's pretty violent in some parts, but um, I think there's some boobs at some point as well. I don't know. Boobs. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Boobies. Uh but yeah, so I was super excited to sort of jump into Max's shoes and drive around in like uh my Magnum Opus, which is the uh the car that your little uh mechanic pal chumbucket uh has tried to call uh call it. I'm really struggling to find my words tonight. Um and uh yeah, so this is a you drive around, you take over like garrisons and outposts, you complete missions for you know, people for, and improve their strongholds and take over regions, all that kind of stuff that you, you expect from these types of games where you're sort of running around in an open world and trying to collect things. Um, and had the gameplay not been so much fun, I, I could understand it being a mediocre game, but for me, I'm sorry, Joel, mediocre. Yeah. I can't you believe you missed that. I, I dropped that. Wow. Oh, i hate myself. amateur I, hour i know right i am mediocre yeah, um, okay there you
1: go you're made up for it now
0: yeah all right, It's cool uh, it won't be the last hopefully um but yeah it, it is so much fun like so obviously for a game like mad max it's, a, it's there's a lot of focus on cars and vehicles and vehicle combat um which is always a tricky thing to do um but i feel like they nail it really well in this game um for starters you have uh you have a harpoon that's attached to your car that your little uh, that Chumbucket has because he rides around in the back of it and uh sort of um is your sort of, you know, pal that you go on this adventure with. Uh but he fires it. So like, you know but what's cool about it is if you go into like aiming mode with the either the shotgun or the the Thunderpoons, which is the funniest name in the world. Um, and uh, the harpoon as well time sort of it slows down because it's almost like a bullet time so you've got time to react and you don't have to worry about staying on the road so much uh, and you can sort of pinpoint like you know you could aim for that tyre and like wrench the tyre off with, uh, with the grappling hook or you could you know rip people from the driver's seat right out through the, the front windscreen which is just so much fun to do and it never gets old like I still get giddy and giggly every time I do it and I'm like keep driving and I have this like person just like ragdolling while they're still connected to my car as I'm driving through this wasteland and like dragging them for miles and miles and miles um but yeah it's so much fun there's also a lot of out of car stuff as well um you know to sort of make the game a little bit more fleshed out um but not in a bad way whatsoever um and it does use like Batman Shadow of Mortal Kombat where it's sort of you know press square to hit triangle to block um, you could do special moves with the X at certain points, um, but yeah, it's, I, I don't know, it just feels different in this game, it feels a lot, it feels more Shadow more Mordor than Batman, it's probably the best way to put it, um, so it feels a little bit more fluid, it feels a little bit more, I don't know, satisfying, um, and you don't have that restraint of, like, that, that Batman has, where it's like, no, no, he has not he doesn't kill people, it's like, well, yeah, no, he doesn't kill people, but he definitely snapped that guy's spine in about three spots. I going to say, he's, like,
1: people say that, but it's not that restrained, really. No, no, it doesn't, no. It no. doesn't tell you they're dead, and you can see them sort of writhing on in pain on the ground, yeah. usually.
0: Yeah, but, like, some of those finishing moves, it's like, you, you've, he's going to be a vegetable. Like, he's, he's in a wheelchair. He's a, he's a quadriplegic for the rest of his life. Like, you know, whereas with Mad Max, like, it's it's brutal like some of the combat stuff is brutal and there's one particular move that that he does it's um it's like a after you block um with triangle and he grabs their arm and then he like jumps up around their arm and so like spins around it and then like pulls them to the ground and pulls them into an arm bar and then snaps their arm and it's every time it's just so satisfying um and like you uh if you get enough hits in a row you fill up a Uh, a meter which is your fury meter and you go into fury mode and they sort of beef up the sound on the like the foley sounds on the punches and it just sounds so good and it makes it it's really good it's really good i'm having such a ball with it i've played so much of this game um and when i haven't been playing it ash has been playing it as well so i've been watching her play it and then she'll sit down and watch me play it so it's just it's been on constantly in the last week at our house. and we've both loved it. Uh I, I had to find some like things about it that weren't, you know, uh it's like some faults in it for me personally. I some of the enemies can be a little bit recycled. It's like cut and pasted uh, throughout the game, but it doesn't matter. It's just it's it's more fodder for me to just destroy. Um so it doesn't worry me all that much. Um the thing I do like though is all the environments like all the the outposts and stuff have felt Similar but very different Like the way that they're laid out has never been sort of the same It's always been slightly different At, at the very least um, And yeah they're in like really Really interesting spots around the map uh, And the game looks gorgeous as well Like there's been points where I've just sort of stopped on the top Of like a, a mountain peak and just Looked around and it's um, it's Really really breathtaking To look at But uh, So I've been playing a lot of that That's been most of my uh, Most of my week it's been Mad Max when I haven't been working. Uh, I've also been tinkering around this other game called Solitarica, uh, which is a mobile, and I think it was out on Steam for uh, first, but it just came out on mobile in the last couple of weeks. It's a, it's a solitaire game. Stay with me. Um, but it's a, it's an RPG roguelike as well. So you I, start I, you... I left. Yeah, I know. i I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is maybe not for you. It was more so for the audience. Um, so, yeah, you buy, like, a... You have, like, a deck at the start that might be, like, two types of powers. Like, it might be, like, attack and defense. Um, and then, yeah, you go and you play solitaire and the enemies have certain attacks they can deal against you. You can get spells which do attacks or will heal you or give you armor. Um, and, yeah, you just see how far you can go. I think there's, I think, 18 stages you have to get before you get to, like, the final boss fight. Um, I think as far... I've got probably to 14 or 15 before I just had a really bad round and just, yeah, flaked out. Um, but it's been great. I, that's, I, you know, if I'm watching stuff on TV, that like if I'm watching a podcast or listening to a podcast on TV or something, or um, I'm on break at work, I'll just sit down and play that for like 15, 20 minutes. It's good. It's a really good sort of time killer game. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Um, but that's about it for me for this week. Uh, I gushed about Mad Max for a, a solid 15 minutes. Um, it's so good Karen. it's yeah, so gonna, good
1: does it do anything that really like changes open world games or is it kind of just another I mean I, I know that out of car stuff is fine which is good yeah so like as far as open world games go does it sort of like adhere to the rules of modern open world games
0: yeah pretty much it doesn't it doesn't rewrite the book by any means Um, but it's it's like i said it i don't know is something about the setting like the world that it's in i really like um the way that everything looks and like cuz it's it's stunning to look at um and i, I like like i said before like I, mad max has been a thing that i've always been sort of interested in and i kind of like the universe that that's set in um the weird sort of pseudo australian like post apocalyptic world where everyone's gone batshit crazy um and and max who seems you know at at, in this game at least you know the way he talks he's just sort of you know straight to the point but he seems like his head's pretty switched on but the more i'm getting through the story it's like eh, he's not really switched he's he's still a loose cannon like he's still not all there upstairs um so yeah it doesn't rewrite the book by any means but it's just enjoyable. I find myself, like, normally with open world games, I fast travel a lot. And I still do in this. Um, the map's not overly big. it's, I think it's a really good size. Um, You'll look at the map and go, oh, it's going to take me forever to drive. I've got to drive over there. Oh, it's going to take me forever. But in reality, it's probably going to take you about maybe two to three minutes at most. Um, so it's not overwhelming. And even with, like, all the collectibles and things that are out there, it's not super overwhelming um, and the overwhelming stuff is almost optional, so, which I'm going to attempt to go for the Platinum in it. it's going to be a very big time sink, but, um, I've got nothing else coming out for a while, except for maybe Mafia 3, but, um, yeah, it's highly, like, for 25 bucks, like, that's less than, like, movies, a, a movie ticket and a popcorn, like, Seriously, it's it's awesome. If you if you like any of those sort of collector fun games, you should absolutely get it. If you enjoyed watching Fury Road, you should get it because it feels like you know the car chase stuff, especially even the fighting. it's just it feels that kind of like brutal, gritty, raw, testosterone fueled fest. Um, it's good. It's great. I'm loving it. But uh, that's about it for me this week. In terms of what I've
1: been playing, Karen, what have you been playing? I've been playing a few things on and off. Uh, Lovely. Primarily, I picked up a game in the same sale as you did Mm -hmm. the under $30 digital sale that Sony is currently running. Uh, They aren't paying us
0: to say this, by the way. It's just that, you know, there's some good stuff on there. You should go check it out.
1: There is. um, I'm probably going to pick up Ration and Clank, probably, maybe next week. I don't know. I did look at that. I did look at that. 25 bucks. Pretty good deal. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so I, I primarily, have, primarily have been sinking time into Valkyria Chronicles, ah, which uh, is a remastered version of a PlayStation Three game which right. I o- owned and hit a very aggressive quit wall on, and <laughs> I never quite forgave it for that and the bullshit it pulled on me. It's become sort of
0: a, it's become sort of a, a bit of a legendary story in oh. our friendship group,
1: hasn't it? It was, it's just a, it's a dumb mission and I hate it. Yep. But so I, but I decided like, you know what? 15 bucks. I've heard good things about it. So why not give it another shot? And I did. And I got to that mission and I beat it. And I could finally yeah. see the rest of the game. Yay. Uh, and Anyone who's listening who may not know the mission, it's got a giant tank in it. And it just sort of sucks. Really just yep. sucks i don't like it uh and it's just kind of thrown in there and again once i actually did it it was one of those oh of course moments like right a combination of the game not really explaining the solution very well oh okay combined with me not paying the appropriate amount of attention
0: i made a joke the other night when we were you were playing i was playing mad max and you were playing that when we were on party chat and um I said it's it's like an extreme case of you know when you're playing a game and uh, you get to a point where you've been playing the game for like six hours or something like that and you just keep slamming your head against this brick wall that you just cannot get past and you just cannot find the solution and then you just sort of go, no, nope, fuck it, I'm giving up for the night. You put it down, you wake up the next day, you do it first go. It's like that, but instead of the next day,
1: it's like, what, four oh. years? Oh, probably more than that. Yeah. It was a PS3 game and it was a pretty yeah. old one. But anyway, so I've, I've gotten back into it, and now I'm starting to see the rest of the game. Past that, it's absolutely one of the greats, really, up, out there. Uh, awesome. It's it's a wonderful mix of really satisfying turn based strategy, that kind of because of how you control the characters with a like a movement bar around a battlefield, it feels a lot more involved than some turn based strategies are, which is really good. It doesn't make me less mad when I'm trying to, you know shoot at someone and i miss that still sucks but you know what it happens you know it happens yep yep yeah the combat is so good and a lot of the missions i've been doing past that quit wall it's been really mixing up the objectives which has been you know particularly satisfying great it it was gonna like my other forever forever favorite turn-based franchise is always fire emblem (laughs) <laughs> of course. Um, but up up until recently, like, it's definitely... You could boot up a Fire Emblem, and you're, you're not really doing the exact same mission all the time. Sometimes there's slight variations, but never really huge changes. Right. So, Valkyria Chronicles addresses that, and I say you can't always say that, because Fire Emblem Conquest, which came out this year, also addressed that issue. But, ah. in particular, Valkyria Chronicles does a very good job of it. And outside of that, outside of the combat, the game has... Some really good characters. Like, there's a lot of nice character interaction. Some good character development within the world. Like, characters that start off hating each other. And then start... They begin to grow as friends. And then one of them gets killed. And it's just the worst ever. It sucks. It hurts. Everyone cries. It's it's, it's miserable. But through that, the characters, again, continue to develop. And it's really interesting. And not... It's it's a little bit tropey. Like, you could probably say anime tropes and point at several things, but... Right. Um, hey, but they're, it's they're nice. tropes for a reason. They're tropes yeah. for a reason. If they work, they work. They do. They definitely work in this case. The characters are wonderful. Right. The world is sort of... If you... It's sort of, you know, made up. You can draw parallels to, you know, events that happened around World War Two. Okay. Uh, like, there are... A, 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 not... A group of people called the Darksons, which are not very popular mm-hmm. among certain mm-hmm. circles, including the <laughs> villainous Empire, right? Who treats them rather poorly. Okay. Uh, I so see that, where you go. Yeah, this. you can. Like, it's not right. again. It's not outright stated, but there are there are bits here and there. Like you, you take the part of like a small group fighting the militia that ends up in the war against the Empire, right. sort of trying to take back your homeland. The so. schmarsies. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. You know, if you look Don't at some of it, the, war. the character designs, you could sort of, you could draw the parallels. Right, okay. <laughs> with, but yeah, uh, the story's really good. The gameplay's really good. And if you're into turn-based strategy, I definitely recommend picking it up. And then you too can join me in cursing Sega for sending the series to die on PSP. Right. Yep. Such a shame. Because lovely. that's a thing. Like, it also has that gorgeous filter over it. Yep. which makes it sort of look like hand-drawn sort of painting sort of art, which they ditched for the, the two sequels on PSP, I guess, because they couldn't handle it. But, I don't know, those two games. i never played them, honestly. Yeah. We never got three over here, and I never had a PSP to play two. Right. But just looking at them, I was just like, I don't know, I really like that filter. And why would you put it on PSP, guys? No one's really buying it.
0: Yeah. Well, it does, uh, from what I, what I remember watching you play of it, back in the day um it like it looked gorgeous it looked, uh, even on PS3 um yeah but well, so what's in terms of someone for you know this is the, uh, the scrub time talk for someone like me who's really terrible at turn-based tactics type games what's the the barrier of entry like
1: um look it really depends on how willing you are to give it time cuz okay like it starts off fairly you know, casual, like you can probably pick it up and grapple with the mechanics and be like, okay, cool, I sort of got a handle on this. But as you get further in, you'll need to do better than just, you know, having better numbers, basically. Like, you can't just right. sit a guy on the front and be like, cool, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. Like, there are certain missions where you'll have to, like, split up your team and flank okay. and, you know, take advantage of, like, the environment and all that sort of stuff. So it varies things up very, very strongly later in the game. And your enjoyment with that will definitely be based largely on how willing you are to give into the time. Like, I've, I think I've sunk 30 hours into it so far. Nice. I'm at the chapter 14. I don't know how many chapters there are, but it certainly feels like it's building to a conclusion. Right, okay. But yeah. It's 15 bucks in the sale, and I would recommend it, honestly. Fantastic. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, that's what the, the large chunk of my week has been. Yep. Uh, and then I needed a bit of a break from that. So I was sort of tooling around on YouTube and I saw a archive stream for a game called The Final Station, which I remember seeing at E3, I think. Okay. In like a PlayStation, like indie, whatever, trailer hype reel or whatever. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked intriguing. So I was like, screw it. I got the, I got a spare 20 bucks. I'll buy it. Uh Yeah. I laugh. <laughs> a glowing review from Car in there. It's it was one of those games where I I'm enjoying it, I'm playing it, but I'm there are some issues that I'm having with it at the same time. So it's you know indie pixel retro imitation sort of game where you are either on a train, sort of managing various things on the train such as maybe you need to look on keep an eye on the power. Okay. From like the I think it's an air filter or an air conditioner, something like that, or you need to watch the cargo or watch a train's like voltage or something. There's like little okay. things like that you've got to monitor, but the mini games for those things so far haven't really varied beyond maybe move the left stick a bit and then mash X, which was it's kind of a bummer. Okay. I was kinda of so hoping it'd be a bit more than that. It's a little bit mundane. Yeah, yeah, and like it's not really I guess it is kind of clear what you've got to keep an eye on, but you don't feel like you're really making that much of a difference if you're just right. kind of mashing X. But again, maybe like, I'm only, I'm not sure how far I in I am in the grand scheme of things, but I've been I've sunk a few hours into it and it hasn't mm-hmm. really changed yet, and it doesn't seem like a sort of game that'll be super long. Okay, so, I don't know. Maybe I've seen all. I will see as far as variety goes there. But also, as you are going along, you'll collect survivors, which you've got to sort of. They've got a health and a, a hunger bar. And if they get to zero with both of those, and you don't mm. deal with it quick enough, they will die, which will suck. Because if you yep. can get them to a destination, they'll reward you with bullets, money, gun upgrades, sometimes all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Uh, so you have to rely on your stockpile of food and med kits. So food, right. food kind of relies on you picking it up in the areas, which I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But med kits, you are supposed to be able to craft on your train. Okay. Uh, I try, and sometimes I can do it and sometimes I can't. I don't know why. Okay. So is it like some sort of RNG-related business? No, like, business? you pick up components. Like, I think it's rags and something else to make okay. them. And I, it clearly says how much I have and how much I need, and I should be able to do it, but I can't, and I don't know if I'm just dumb the game doesn't really give you much direction, which, again, normally I'm a fan of. I like sort of figuring it all out, except yeah. for when I can't figure it all out. Yeah. It's kind of Well, if it comes into,
0: like, basic game mechanics, you kind of need to know the the basics. And then, then once people are comfortable with that, then let them figure out the rest of what's yeah. going on. So yeah,
1: that, okay. That's sort of been an issue. But apart from that, like, when you're not on a train, you're exploring sort of, like, two-dimensional... I don't want to say... Metroid like, but like they're kind of pretty weavy linked labyrinths essentially of like okay street levels. Sometimes you'll be in like apartments going upstairs, like breaking through walls and stuff like that, fighting off okay. like shadow monsters. Which I don't know what to say about them besides that. There are so far I've met like four different enemy types. There's like the regular standard ones, which you sort of yep. just punch in the gut four times and they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are little small ones which suck. And just run straight at you, and if, unless you're quick enough on that gun, you will probably die, because you do not live very long. <laughs> and they are my least favorite. Right. Uh, of course. There are. I found bigger hulking, like hulk sort of ones that are taller. I just sort of shotgun them, and they don't really cause me much grief. Okay. Then there are armored ones, which have got sort of punch to knock their helmet off, and then you can shoot their precious face. And <laughs> then there are explosive ones, which also suck, because you shoot them. And they were like, I go, well, I guess I'm blowing up. I'm going to run straight towards you. Yep. And it's the worst if they get you because you die.
0: If I'm going, I'm taking you to hell with me. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's basically
1: yep. their mantra. Yep. So, that's, those are your main opposition as you venture through the areas off the train. Um, and yeah, you'll find supplies that you need for crafting stuff. Uh, survivors sometimes will be like, oh, take me to such and such station. And then you have to do the mini game of looking after them on the train. Otherwise yep. you don't get n- anything for your trouble. Um <laughs> and that's that part's been good. It's got just enough mystery, but it's sort of, you know, carroting on a stick, you know, along. It's working. Okay. I yep. keep going, Oh, I wanna know a little bit more and I'm building up an idea in my head as to what's happening and I don't know if the game will meet that. Right. Okay. Again, it's weird, like the world isn't Again, because of the sort of a minimalistic nature of it, it doesn't tell you everything. So you're sort of okay. going along and figuring it out. But it sounds like something bad is happening to a world. We have built a thing called a Guardian, which protects us. And right. we survived the first visitation, whatever that was. And they're Ooh. preparing for a second visitation? I have no idea. It Ooh. sort of sounds like Evangelion off my head. Like, off top of my okay. head. Okay. I don't know if that's what it's going to be, but in my head, that's what I imagine now. And that's cool. So if it's not that, I'll probably be very bummed out. Yeah, well, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. It just that's what it sounds like, and the mystery is sort of dangling there and trickling in notes and information. I'm like, oh, I want to know more, but yep. I'm scared that when I find it out, I'll be like, oh, that's oh, is that it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting little game,
0: but it lo- I I had a look at it the other day, like I. I saw it pop up and I was like, oh, what's this? And, um, yeah, it's intrigued me. I, I, I think I'll check it out at some point.
1: Yeah, just be re- aware and prepared for some pretty repetitive gameplay. Right. Um, and also, before I forget, just probably some of the worst UI I've seen in a game. Oh, really? I booted up the game and I lost my save data because of how unclear it was what option I had on the start menu. Because, basically, you can continue or start game. And so those are the only two, but there's like also like in the language option and I think yep. something else in the bottom, but they're sort of regular buttons. Both continue and start uh, can be either like illuminated gray or sort of uh, sort of like darker gray, which I guess is to imply that you're pressing it or something. I don't know. Oh, and because right. there's only two buttons, like it's hard to really check which one is which. So uh. I lost like, I think an hour progress because when I booted it up, I thought I was on continue, but I was on start game. Oh. I was like, oh, good. So now I kind of get scared every time I boot it up. I'm like, like I don't know. Make sure it's the right one. Yep. Okay. And, and also in the crafting menu on the train, when I try to build stuff, there's something just off screen I can't see. Like, I I just don't know how to get it in. I tried, okay. tried messing with my screen dimensions on the PS4 system menu, but it hasn't worked. So there's just something I can't see. Just out of my view, and I don't know what it is. It's a button of some sort. Okay, I, I don't know what it does.
0: Maybe that's like you know that, that carrot dangling you were talking about, or
1: maybe I don't know. I'm worried it's related to the crafting, or it's just I don't know. I can't see it. It's just a little thing. I can, I can sort of toggle to when I press it, nothing happens. I don't know. The UI Indeed. doesn't doesn't work for me. I don't really like it. Okay. Still, it's an interesting game, and if you know, check out some trailers, maybe some reviews, and prepare for repetitive gameplay. But the mystery it dangles is interesting. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And Joel, Joel, the last oh. one. Oh
0: God! No.
1: Today I revisited the Resident Evil Seven demo.
0: Oh. Just before. I get any questions from anyone. Uh, no, I will not be playing it again. If you want, if you're that desperate for me to to watch me play it, to watch the other two episodes. Fuck you all. That's fine. But don't.
1: We well, love you. But honestly, like you don't need to play this. So far, it's it's a room. Okay. It. So to to run people through it, basically the game plays out as normal, except I'm not sure if you ever did it. Where you got? Did you get the phone call up in the? attic at all uh no i didn't okay so basically you've got to go for that so the game okay. starts and you have to go and trigger the secret passageway before going to get the tape and all that and go get the fuse yep. so you can power the stairs and you go and power the stairs in the attic pass all the mannequins that i know you don't like oh, mannequins. <laughs> and you go Fuck up man. into the attic where there was the phone ringing or at least it was in the previous demo and then you would get knocked out by the welcome to the family son dude yep but it's not ringing anymore and the wall that's opposite that is now knocked out and you, you can sort of go into this new room that i don't know like it's got a bunch of smashable crates i went and got the axe so i could smash them and see if there was anything in there right uh, i picked up some handgun bullets but i haven't found a gun so mm. i don't know if there's a gun in this demo anywhere okay uh i found a basement key it so far i can't use on anything because the locked doors don't accept it and the other doors are like barricaded up still so i don't know what the go there is right um and i found a lovely little message on the wall oh god which, which simply read five guests murdered but where is unknown nothing to point to their final gravestones oh lovely i know so nice So I don't know what that's referring to. I haven't found anything new yet. Again, it just came out today, and I'm sure there are crazy people or more dedicated people digging through it again.
0: Tearing it apart, yes.
1: I'm just prepared for it to be like last time, where Capcom says, no, not until this date will you know more.
0: Oh, absolutely it's going to happen. Yeah.
1: And then... Yeah. Don't blame them, to be honest. Yeah, I guess. It's just... But don't wait, want,
0: they, don't, they don't want to show their entire hand before you know the game comes out.
1: I guess if they were clearer about it, that's fine. But yeah, that's true. The first time, the first demo release was very vague, and yeah. I, it literally felt like they were like, "Hey, we're getting some pretty good press off of this, so let's just think, let them think there's more, and you know, you know, you know."
0: And then, like three weeks later, they go, uh, "Guys, there's nothing else. There. Yeah, uh, on this until, date, you
1: can have more." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until. Speaking of which, speaking of the. Infamous dummy finger. Oh. In this demo, you can find like a dummy hand that it sort of connects to. Ah. I don't know what it's for. I now have a little pointy finger. It points. You no know, pointy finger. So I don't know. Again, there's a lot of mystery still. It could be nothing. It probably will be nothing.
0: Now, I, if, if I'm. Now, I just watched. There was a new trailer that came out for it as well, which is the taped to the Baker's trailer. Um, And I sat and watched it. And, uh, yeah. Yep. It was a thing. Uh, But there's a part towards the end where you're sitting down to dinner. Quotation marks, dinner uh, with the Baker's. And is he trying to feed you, like, a hand or something like that? Or a finger?
1: Uh, I couldn't quite make it out myself. Yeah. I'll have to look at it in, like, better quality. Yeah, like fully blown up on a screen. He's yep. trying to feed you something and just looking at that banquet, it doesn't look like it's altogether Ew. good for you. Mm, Especially an based yeah. on what follows or precedes that scene with the, the poor guy with his Ew. fucking arm. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. I'm so I really, excited. Look,
0: I really want to be able to play these things. I really do. Because I'm, I'm interested. I want to know more. So I think I'm just going to have to live vicariously through you, Kyron, and just
1: get updates from you. I'll be talking about about it a lot when it comes out next. next Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's the day after my birthday.
0: Thanks, Capcom.
1: They got your back. They're looking after you. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Joel. Just what you always wanted—a first-person horror game.
0: Oh, I think it's that's the thing that gets me. I think it's the first-person thing. I've decided tonight after watching that trailer, the the newest trailer. I think the first-person thing makes it much more unsettling for me.
1: Well, because that's the thing. Like the third-person ones, you could you could. Take yourself out of it, yeah.
0: And your field of view is a little bit wider as well.
1: Yeah, you've got a sort of an idea yeah. what's in your peripherals, but yep. Oh boy, in first person, no, thank you. you don't have that. It is. Nope. It is why sometimes you get a little bit creeped out. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I can feel. I feel like there's something in my peripherals, but I can't see Ugh. it unless I turn. Nope. Yeah, I want the game to capitalize on that, and it makes me wish I could afford or justify a VR headset. But
0: yeah. No. Not even not even not even a little bit. Like I could not think of anything worse than that.
1: I mean I oh. could.
0: Nah. PT. It's oh, just anything. Yeah, I know. It's, but P T especially. Any type, of, oh, any type of horror in VR
1: just fucking terrifies me. Which P- I guess is its point, but P T is the story of someone. Who is just like, who walks into an empty hallway and just goes, huh, I'm alone. And then they walk through the next hallway when it loops and go, "Hmm, I'm alone. Am I alone? I want to be alone. Why aren't I alone?
0: (laughs) Please let me be alone. Let me be alone. Oh god, there's a baby here. It's screaming. Oh god. Oh god, oh god. Oh god, there's a ghost lady. She's possessed
1: me. Oh, she's killed me. I am dead. (sighs) Okay, I've woken up. Oh god, I'm still here. Ugh. Uh, it's literally making my skin crawl thinking about it. There's a talking bag next to me. I don't know what's in that bag. <laughs> oh god, damn it. Oh, rest in peace, Silent Hills. We'll never know. Yeah, yep.
0: But uh, that's not the last of our Kojima talk for this week. We'll get back to that a bit later as well. Um, but yeah, that's cool. that's about and
1: it. That's all I've been playing really.
0: Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I'm going to move on because. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of that trailer now and that dinner scene. Um, so this week, uh, TGS is happening now. Yeah, right now in in Tokyo, Tokyo Game Show is happening. Um, and Sony had a press conference. Uh, another one. Uh, this one aimed at the Japanese market more predominantly. Um, and there was some cool stuff to come out of it, uh, and we'll touch on a couple of things here. But first. Can we just appreciate how amazing the hype reel was at the start of this thing?
1: I will always take Japanese rapping over games footage. It was so good. It was the best. Like the rest of the conference
0: was okay. Like it was nothing to write home about. Like it was like it was a couple of release dates and rah rah rah. But this thing started and it was like this crazy like remixes of classical music with like two rappers rapping over about the games they were going to be talking about in the conference so like and these were like obviously we didn't understand what they were saying most of the time because it was in japanese but like for the most they obviously had written essentially as like a four minute song to sort of hype up this conference and it was just the best thing in the world yeah it was so good
1: like we didn't have to understand the lyrics to be like this is fun this is a good feeling and we got a couple little bits of English
0: every now and then. Like, you know, the, the, the Infinite the, Warfare was my favourite. Oh, my God, was my the favorite. Infinite Warfare one. Yep. What
1: was it? It was. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was amazing.
0: Uh, it was Master Master No Peace.
1: Something like that. Something, oh something Love and Peace. It was like, <laughs>
0: wow, this is the best. I love it so much. It was great. Like, I could have just turned it off then and just been like, yep, cool, it was, I'm done.
1: It was a good way to start, especially. It was also nice to see. Final Fantasy fifteen and persona five next to each other oh it was yes. beautiful. Uh,
0: mm um, but yeah, so I thought you know we thought we'd just touch on a couple of things that occurred during that during uh that conference that are uh, sort of were applicable to us and uh forced them upon you, the listener um so first of all, the last guardian got delayed again.
1: Yeah, well, that happened last week, but it was it did. more yeah, so than so
0: reaffirming it. Reaffirming it. It was just like, yeah, it's delayed. I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right,
1: cool. So it's going to December now, isn't it? Uh, yes. yes. I, I think it's December 5th or 6th. Yeah. It's, it's, it's around, like-, like, so not only did Final Fantasy fifteen, a game we've been waiting for for like 10 years, get mm-hmm. delayed like, until like the end of November, yep. so did the Last Guardian until like yep. a week after that, which I kind of find funny in a... You a, a sad way.
0: It's weird. It's like The Last Guardian got, like, separation anxiety. <laughs> like, no, I want to come too. No, I, I have uh, to come out later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, if you were looking forward to be playing that in uh, October, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a still wait a couple of months. It is a shame.
1: But, uh, uh, you know what? It, it's, at this point, it's been 10 years, you know, two more months, you know, plenty of stuff What's a play. couple of months? Yeah, exactly. And we've got a
0: few more things coming out this year, this next couple of months anyway. So to keep us occupied. Um, and, uh, you were saying there was a, a demo that they yeah, were.
1: Yeah. The press who attended Tokyo game show were able to go hands on with like a, a 30 to 45 minute demo of the game. Ooh, lovely. And it has produced mixed comments. Of course that was going to happen. The game's been 10 years in development at, probably does control sort of like a ps2 game at this point right but some people have been saying like yeah having issues with that aspect others were praising stuff like how just how a game feels which of course in an Ico game is always going to be a big advantage like yeah it that thing's gonna die and it's gonna suck oh yeah oh yeah or I'm gonna die and that's still gonna suck
0: yep And and then it's gonna be a shot of that of of uh Trico Trico Trico, yeah. I remember that off the top of my head. I don't know why that was ingrained in my head. Uh, and, like, Trico is going to be, like, like sobbing over your yeah. corpse or something. It's, oh, God.
1: It's going to be sad. It's going to ruin uh, us all emotionally.
0: Yeah. but And, to be honest, that's what I'm in it for. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm in it for. I Like, Shadow of the Colossus had a weird control style, but I kind of liked that. And this, this goes back to, I didn't mention it before, but Mad Max feels a little, like... The way that the controls are laid out on the on the gamepad, it's it feels different to what you would expect, but I kind of like that because it sort of makes it feel a little bit more on the fly, you know, and unique. Um, and that's what I liked about Shadow of the Colossus. It, it was a strange control scheme. It was like, oh, this button should do this, but it doesn't do that. It does this instead. It's like, okay, all right. And it, there's that extra element of sort of like, you know, having to relearn how to play a game. Um, which I know some people don't like, but I don't mind it. Um and it was good sort of, you know, if you're like while you were tackling those giant, you know, colosses trying to claw your way up one, you know. It felt sort of
1: tense. Oh man. Show of a colossus is a game that everyone should play. Mm, I don't want to hear any excuses. Game. Just go play it's, it. it.
0: It's great. It's great. I didn't play it all, but I I loved what oh, I played and I played to. most of it.
1: You have to yeah, go yeah. Have to go witness the ending but maybe go wait I, Oh
0: yeah, I or oh, I am well aware of the ending. I have oh, I have geez. seen it. I, I do know what happens in that game and I have seen it play out and it is yeah, it is a thing. Um but yeah, so um sorry on behalf of Team Ico. <laughs> um it's a thing. I, was,
1: I think it'll be fine.
0: I think it's gonna be fine. I, I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a a solid seven at least, I think.
1: I think people that are going into the game looking for, like, you know, I essentially, I don't know, like, I don't even know what they're looking for, but they're not going to find it. Like, yep. Even, don't overhype even... yourself for a game,
0: especially these types of games where you don't really have an idea of what it's going to be about. Like, same, something, same sort of thing with, like, No Man's Sky or this. It's okay, like, if it's, if it's a game like, uh, I don't know, Persona 5, like, we have a basic idea of what we're getting into with that game. Like we have, we have at at base level, we we sort of know what to expect going into it. It's going to be the story and whatever new like gameplay elements and stuff they bring to the table for th- this iteration. That's gonna we're gonna you know have get our heads around when we get the game. But for the most part, we get so hyped for it because we know what it is and that's what we want. We want more of that with these games that are sort of like you know you don't really know what they are, especially if there's someone who may not know who Team Ico are or what they've done in the past. Um, just set the bar appropriately.
1: I would say check out Ico or Shadow of a Colossus and see yeah. how you find it. I'm hearing a lot of games compare this game in particular, the Last Guardian, more so to Ico.
0: Right, okay. I mean, obviously, because
1: <laughs> much like Ico, it's sort of you and the AI... Yep. However, I hear that the AI isn't as frustrating. I guess is a better phrase like you could use to describe the AI in Heico, yeah. which was sometimes quite annoying. So yep. That's good. I'm still excited for it, but yeah. I would say just be be wary. It's been ten years in development, so yeah, that indicates that there has been some problems with it. Like it's not going to the only be, yeah, thing exactly. I can think of. Like for ten years development, the games either had issues they've had to work through, or it's like. Gotten to a point, scrap, start again, scrap, start again. I don't know exactly. Yeah. We may never know, but just be aware.
0: Yep. Set the bar appropriately. That's, yeah. But we'll find out in December. First week of December.
1: I will be checking uh, that for sure. Oh, you. Yeah. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, Neo. Ooh, Neo got, got a release date. Neo now got a release trailer.
0: date. It did. New trailer's cool. It's um,
1: interesting and it scares me.
0: Yeah, it looks terrifying. Um, And not in, like, the Resident Evil survival horror terrifying. It looks terrifying as in intimidating, I think. The game is going
1: to kick my ass.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of ready for it, although we're not going to be picking it up at launch.
1: Um, Because when's it coming out, Joel?
0: It's coming out in February, the week before
1: Persona 5. February Um, 2017 is becoming a very packed month.
0: And it's weird, because February, March is usually, like, a deadish spot like it's oh,
1: march usually has a couple of things
0: march is not too bad um but feb is usually just kind of eh. yeah yeah you, you're like post christmas you know and even here it's like you know school's gone back so it's like you know it's not even like school holiday crowd or anything like that i mean obviously not neo is probably not going to be a super school child know, friendly game oh well, i don't know, you know the there's probably gonna
1: like, there probably be an eight-year-old who's better at the game than we are
0: Oh, God, yeah, I don't doubt that. Um, I don't doubt that at all, because I'm going to be awful at it. But um, it looks interesting. Like it, it was good to see this trailer, um, some more enemies that weren't just dudes. I mean, I didn't get as far in the beta to any of the boss fights or anything
1: like that. So I oh, just saw, man, like, that boss guys. I saw the first um, boss, and oh. that's when I, I was maybe like, Oh, how am I going to go in this game? <laughs> i haven't i haven't felt this way since i first played the bloodborne closed alpha when that went up i was still like Oh, right. i love dark souls but how am i gonna go here yep yep like we're gonna adapt and it's gonna be
0: fine but it's gonna it's gonna be like a good couple of weeks of like tearing our hair out going what the fuck are we doing
1: yeah basically
0: uh and what have we done but um what have we got yeah, ourselves into uh so it's coming out the first week of february now so yeah 9th feb this, 9th yeah the ninth, but uh, you won't be getting my money just yet. <laughs> I'll be I'll be saving that money for a week later.
1: Oh, jeez, February, why are you it's, doing this to oh, us? It's so far away, so, anyway. So, so February, we now have Neo. Mm-hmm. We have Persona Five. Yep, we have For Honor.
0: Absolutely, and
1: now I have Berserk Mizuo as well. You do so war. Oh, Jesus, which.
0: Did you want to go on about that now as well? Yeah, we might
1: as well. It has had a new trailer released as well because obviously Tokyo Game Show and, you know, Japan kind of likes anime. Surprise, surprise. And Berserk's a pretty good one from what I've heard from you. The Berserk anime is very good. The manga is also good and still running. Uh, Damn, that game looks fun. It looks looks good. It basically, it looks like... So, Omega Force, of course, are the guys who make the Musou games. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they find the time, because they never seem to stop cranking them out. But it's, they, Yeah, it's insane. Those guys are crazy. Yeah, like, not so much for them this year. Like, this year, they, the localized version of Attack on Titan came out, which they also right. made. And this game looks like it's going back to the more traditional Warriors format, which is fine, because those games yep. are fun. They are just
0: fun. Like, if you just want to jump in and, like, slash about... If if you, you've never played one before, I, I would recommend, personally, High Hy- Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U. Um, just because, like, it's more, like, characters that you probably would know. Um, but even, like, the Dynasty Warriors games are fucking cool as well. Like, it's just, like... Hordes of enemies coming towards you, and you just got a sword. And when you get to
1: when you get to a point where you swing your sword and kill like fifty guys in one swing, you're just like, "Oh, that felt good." Oh, yeah, it's it's
0: cathartic in a
1: way. It's yeah, but that that format's basically perfect for berserk. If anyone out there has like seen it or read it, because that's basically the story of one man with a giant sword who cuts fifty people at once all the time, just constantly. Yep. Yeah. I've watched the first episode and yeah, all right, cool. Um, the important thing is it's maintaining a lot of the gore, which is yeah. a big part of Berserk, which is great. Like it's, it's again, sort of one of those things where it just feels right when you watch watching it. You're like, oh, this is brutal. And yeah. I sort of like it. Yep.
0: It is, uh, it is visceral. Yes. To say the least. It's, it's yeah, super violent. There's a lot of blood in that trailer.
1: There is also some stuff that I'm not, I'm still not super cool with how Tecmo Koei slash Omega Force are dealing with it. I won't say anything because it's sort of a spoiler, but there are some scenes okay. and some promotional artwork and some pre-order bonuses that I sort of looked at and was like, mm, it's not really, it's not really a thing I want to celebrate. Put it that right. way. Something very bad happens at the end yeah. of the. Berserk anime, or if you've read the manga, I guess I think it's the Golden Age arc is what it's called. Yeah, so that's
0: that's what I've heard about. That's all I've heard about Berserk is like I know it's about it's a dude that he can cut people in half, uh with this giant sword, and uh, that it's got, it gets real. That's At, all I've heard from about this series. Yeah,
1: the end of that arc, I've. When I first watched the... I watched the anime first, so... Right. That was, that was pretty bad. I was like, oh, God, why? And then I watched the recently released movies, um, mm-hmm. which sort of, like, summer, take the 25-episode anime and condense it into, like, a reanimated, sort of... With some good new animation and some sort of janky CG animation. as uh, like, three. Three, three films. Oh, boy, it was so much worse than the films. I, I don't know if I'll ever truly recover from oh. what I've seen, but still it's, a, it's, it's, an it's essential anime that,
0: it's weird that that makes me want to watch it I'm like I want to see what, I want to see what it is I need it's like it's like a train wreck It's like I can't look away I need to see what it is oh. I need to know so that's what that's what's forcing me to watch it I think yeah I might get around it it's weekend. good like the anime I have a weekend off this weekend I'm going to watch that do it it's good
1: and then you can find, you can join <laughs> the rest of the world once you reach end and go oh what did I just watch
0: if i sound like if i sound less uh you know bubbly next episode it's cuz i've had my soul crushed by berserk yeah um, it, it hurts but uh oh, that you were saying before about koei Tecmo releasing these these uh muso games just churning them out they had two they there did. was another one talking yeah, they talked about it um at the sony conference which is called muso stars um and it's it's that it's a warriors game but with all koei tecmo characters in it yeah
1: so ninja yeah. gaiden and yeah yeah ryu ninja gaiden and, at, uh, at the uh that rpg series that i keep seeing yep there's yeah yeah like a lot of
0: you know if you're familiar with koei tecmo's work uh chances are one of those characters is going to be in this game some samurai um,
1: warriors characters in there i think yeah yeah like it looks cool I will buy I mean, it because I love the Musa games. They're just good, yeah, dumb they're fun. they're so much
0: fun. They are so much fun. They are just, like, when I first moved to Melbourne and I didn't have any internet, I went back and revisited Hyrule Warriors and played that again. And, yeah, like, it was just, it was fun. Like, I sat down and played it for ages and um, I even played with my wife as well. She jumped in because we can play co-op on it as well. Um, it definitely takes a hit in frame rate, but it was fun still. Um but yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how both of those games are going to turn out as well.
1: Exciting um, is what I would say.
0: Like uh, Muso Stars was, they didn't really say much more about release dates or anything. Like that. I think it's, it's 2017. I it?
1: would I would say it's early in development yeah. since they're still working on Berserk. That comes out I think later this year in Japan. Mm-hmm. as opposed to us well, who have to wait till February because February is a horrible month for us now yeah, it's February oh, God, is yeah. hey, the worst it is the worst
0: Yous- it's it used my to my be birthday.
1: the start of the year used to be reserved for games that didn't want to go against Call of Duty yep. for the whole release, but now it just seems yep. to be a new time to release big games I guess I- and current oh. we
0: have we have RTX then as well it's the first weekend of February is RTX as well we got, we're gonna be busy god damn busy it. God. Busy little bees Damn it Now Onto a trailer That was also t- uh, Shown during the uh, The TGS Sony conference That I'm excited about Because I played the first game In this series And I really enjoyed it And it is Gravity Rush 2 Um Or Gravity Days 2 If you Are living in Japan Which I think is a much better name
1: It's like Gravity better, Days
0: Yeah It looks It looks better Visually it looks better I don't know Uh But yeah, so Gravity Rush is the story of Kat, who is a a, a character who can uh, bend gravity, essentially, and sort of float around uh, this world. Um, I played the first game on Vita when I first got my Vita uh, because i tagged it on a whim because I'd heard the game was really good, and um, so I tagged it as a PlayStation Plus game one month. Uh, It came free, and I was like, oh, I've heard it's good. I might get a Vita down the track. I'll tag that game i'm glad i did because i played through the entire thing um on my vita and i loved it i loved it loved it loved it um to the point where i'm tempted to buy the other remastered edition on on ps4 and play through it again um to prepare myself for gravity rush 2 um the trailer's cool it's you know hinting at well not hinting at they basically said that we're going to find out who cat is and what where she came from which is interesting um it's been a while since i played that game so it, the details of the the series are a little bit vague in my head, um, but I just remember having a lot of fun with it. The combat was super fun and weird, uh, and just it was it was different today. Like things, anything that I'd really played, it was sort of like you know you know an action platformer brawler, but with gravity mechanic. It was weird, um, in a good way though. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, that is also on sale in the uh, the PSN under thirty dollars sale. I think it's like sixteen dollars something like that it's not much at all
1: here's the thing with gravity rush i played it on vita because obviously yep. as you said it was a plus game so i also mm-hmm. tagged it i really liked the gameplay but i mm-hmm. couldn't stand doing it on the cramped little vita sticks like it's sort yeah. of fair enough it required some accuracy that i just didn't i just couldn't do on that uncomfortable handheld so i i'm really excited to see it get new life as a console game i hope it does really well and becomes a console franchise because i just see i couldn't deal with it on the vita
0: see i'm okay because i have like freakishly small hands (laughs) so like the vita is perfect for me so i had no problems with it but i get that, that that they are very small um and it does require quite a lot of use of them like especially controlling the camera and things like that um but it, it it gave me the, the, the first... From playing Gravity... The first Gravity Rush... I got the same sort of feeling... From playing like Portal for the first time... When you're sort of like adjusting to... Using the portals and going through them... And sort of re, like... Calibrating yourself and going... Okay, where am I now? And uh, like adjusting to how... Like you'll put a portal on the floor... And one on the wall... And you'll fall through the one on the wall... And come out the... And you're like okay... I, 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 Reorientating myself... Um, similar sort of thing, but like flipping between like, you know, different plan I'm doing actions with my hands and I realize that no one's watching me and I, I feel like an idiot now. That's
1: fine, man. I always speak with my hands in this podcast. <laughs> no but one just, will ever see. But, but to everyone at home,
0: all they can hear is just, yeah. And they're like, you know, and you're like flipping and then there's, st- yeah. So I sound like an idiot, but, um, it's really good. I, I highly recommend checking it out. The trailer for Gravity Rush 2 is great too great music as well um and yeah it's it's sort of set in this sort of french like uh influenced town it's very it's a very french fi- uh, feeling town um if that makes any sense you watch the trailer and you'll get what i mean um yeah that's really cool and uh, that's coming out december december second uh. i want to say um, right in the middle of Final Fantasy XV and the Last yeah. Guardian. Yeah, so I'm probably not going to pick it up then because I think I'm actually going to pick up Final Fantasy XV.
1: One no us. One I know. Of us. I think
0: this this is going to be my first time. This is my. F- I mean, I've played Are seven. You really,
1: you're going to pop your Final Fantasy cherry or?
0: Yeah, well, see, I've played seven and I played most of seven. Oh, I know you played seven. Um, yeah. Let's not get into that. I should have brought that up last week. That was. I'm gorgeous. surprised the you didn't. That now, I actually forgot <laughs> about that. Um. Uh, Long story short I tried to fight uh Emerald, Emerald Weapon In 7 And uh, asked Kyron and Ben For their help And they proceeded To laugh in my face Because it's Just ridiculous Because um, it's a anyway. super boss And
1: yep. were you, you were not Was it the end of the game You were fighting it Or was it post game You were fighting it
0: Oh I wasn't post game Because I never finished it okay. because, because you guys Because Ben was always Just like Oh it's okay You're never going to Finish the game So I'll tell you what happens So this is what happens With Eric And I'm like Okay cool Awesome. So I, don't I mean, need you to can finish still that finish game it Like,
1: yeah. it's still satisfying to take on Sephiroth. Yeah, I really mm, should mm.
0: probably do that. Well, I will be doing that once when the remake comes out. I'll definitely be picking that up. But I'm actually going to pick up 15. I think um, I was sort of on the fence about it, and then, but um, it'll might satisfy my JRPG needs until Persona 5. I'm pretty excited for it. Ooh yeah, cool. Alright, so uh, the last thing we're going to talk about uh, from...
1: Not the last thing, but... Oh, yeah, no, sorry. On.
0: Yeah, sorry. Uh, page break. Uh, the second last thing. It was the last thing in the conference that they talked about. Yes, um, that's true. Uh, so, Hideo Kojima came out and graced us with his presence on stage again. And uh, proceeded to talk a little bit more about Death Stranding. We still don't know what it is. I uh, don't even think he knows what it is just yet. Um, but hey, but he put up a quote
1: from his favourite book, so... He did, and it was all in Japanese, and... I mean, but it was translated for us, but I just love the idea of Hideo Kojima coming out going, cool, well, I'm here to talk about Death Stranding. Also, here's a quote from a book I really like, because <laughs> I'm Kojima, and yeah. you, you care, and I was just like, I do care, Kojima, tell I me do, more, please. I am surprised he didn't follow it
0: up with a picture of what he ate for breakfast. Yeah,
1: and, like, his favourite movie at the moment.
0: Yeah, exactly. Fucking love that yeah. dude. He's just, oh, he's great. He's so good. You can listen to him talk all the time, mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came out and uh, spoke a little bit about Death Stranding and proceeded to say that, yes, it's going to be an action game. It's going to be relatively open world. I think it's sort of the terminology he said. It's going to be open world-ish. Um, uh, and it's uh, uh, like the some sort of multiplayer aspect to it as well. And it's, the way he described it, it was sort of similar to the way he described it when he was talking about it at E3. Um I think in an interview with Jeff Keighley, he was saying about how normally in a multiplayer game, the the focus is on using sticks or clubs to sort of complete an objective. So, like, weapons or, you know, using force. Um, But he wants to focus on using ropes as well. Uh, The quote, yeah, he said that, yeah, so it was... Clubs and ropes. Where in most multiplayer games, the focus is on the club element and using that to progress. Death Standing will have clubs, so it will have you know traditional elements, but it will also focus on connecting and tethering players via ropes. Oh, and he I'm put so up confused. A, it, I have no idea. But it also had an adorable picture of Hideo Kojima, Norman Reedus, um, potentially Mads Mickelson. We're not Maybe. sure. Maybe it's
1: speculation.
0: Uh, and Guillermo del Toro, all connected by a rope. And it was this little cartoon drawing, and I, was, I thought it was really adorable. Um, so, yeah, make of that what you will. <laughs> um, we have no idea.
1: We would we with were de- no, for a he, while. Here's the thing. We were dealing with, like, a sort of very fractured, like, live translation as well. Yeah. It was kind of like, I don't really know what's happening.
0: Yeah, the translation was pretty rough, but, I mean, it's hard to do that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um by no fault of them, but yeah, it was it was hard to listen to and sort of comprehend what was going on. So we still have um,
1: zero idea what death stranding really is.
0: Nope, but I want it. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely want it. Um, he also talked about something about uh, like there are otherworldly things or beings that are being tethered to this world via these uh strands.
1: Yeah, he meant, didn't he mention something about like an otherworldly creature being stranded in our world.
0: Yeah. So that's know. where the stranding I'm... part of death stranding comes from. And I'm
1: so excited and worried and yep. interested and, and scared. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. Right. And he said that too, that, um, people thought that the logo, the death stranding logo, if you've seen it, it looks like it's got like ink dripping down. It's not ink. Apparently they are these so-called
1: strands. Apparently. How much of silent, do you think we'll see some stuff from silent Hills in this game? Surely. I mean,
0: you have already got Norman oh. Reedus in it, so I, I, like, I think th- there'll be some sort of elements from it that he would have probably wanted to put in that he'll, as much as he can, like, take legally, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he says it's an action game, but mm. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I, 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 it's thoroughly confusing, but I'm excited to find out more. It's good to see... I, look, I'm excited just to see Kojima unleashed again. Like not stuck behind a desk making another yep. metal gear that he probably doesn't actually want to make but he's yep. making anyway. Like well, he, he said can he can do whatever he wants. Exactly.
0: I think I think he said in interviews before about Death Stranding that he feels like this is the best game he's ever made. And I mean, again, take it that way you will. I mean they've they've only just got a, a, like a studio building and a, a game engine. It's a ways off they've locked both of those down so you know progress but not leaps and bounds by any means um but yeah that was cool to, to sort of hear him come out and have a chat about that which is cool again i would i would listen to kojima for forever basically yep absolutely like sometimes i'm just like i have no
1: idea what you're talking about but he, i'm on board uh, we don't know but he he cares he gives a shit yep and that's, that's yep. what matters the most honestly and he always just looks so smartly dressed, and he's just, just a he. It's because he's trendy, person. Joel. He is trendy, he is
0: super trendy. That's what I like about him. Keeps up with the trends, anyway. <laughs> I assume about, everyone,
1: everyone who listens, who has Twitter, is following him because he is an essential person to follow on Twitter. Oh
0: God, yeah, absolutely. He's the best. Was he? Does he still? He still has his uh, little Lego Twitter yeah, profile yeah, picture. Yeah, he still has yeah. a little
1: Lego Hideo Kojima. Oh, love it. He was tweeting about Stranger Things tonight, I'm pretty sure. Ooh. Ooh. I know. I'm so excited that he's watching it. I'm excited that someone I've never met is watching a show that I like. (laughs) Yeah, I know,
0: right? And it's making a really mysterious game. Yeah, cool. So, uh, yeah, that was really cool to see see him come out as well. Uh, Great. Hey, John, let's talk
1: about Resident Evil again. Yeah. You thought you were out, man, but I'm pulling you back in.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Cause like like I said, I don't mind talking about it. It's all fine. I just, I can't play it. I can't do it. So I'm
1: living through you on this one. That's fair. So obviously, if you've been paying attention at all this year, I'm sure mm-hmm. Capcom has let you know in some way, shape, or form, that it is the 20th anniversary of Resident Evil this year. Yes. So to celebrate, they had sort of like a special stage show like a presentation they did at Tokyo Game Show for it. Well, it sort of like covered the the series and its history. Basically talked about zero, one, 1, you know, uh, 4, 5, and 6 all coming to PS4. Yep. Sadly, we have not seen it. There was no sign of Resident Evil 2's remake yet. That's strange. I, I guess they're waiting until 7's done to really start talking about that. Um, yeah. I guess. I'm so excited to see that remake, though. Give it to me. <laughs> but... They also talked a bit about seven, again, because yes. again, that's you know it's coming out in January. it's really close.: yes, It's super close. It's up for pre on the store now, Joel. It feels real. Yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh God. But they basically reiterated about its season pass, which we'll have. Ah, and yes. Again, I'm probably going to get it just to have more Resident Evil Seven, but they said it will now contain three additional story add-ons as opposed to the two that I think were already announced. Yes. And for particular in Japan, they'll be doing two versions. They'll be doing like a, a standard Resident Evil 7 and then what they're calling the Resident Evil 7 Grotesque Edition. Oh. Because apparently, again, this is this was actually news to me today, but the Resident Evil games, I think ever since 4, have been a bit more heavily censored in Japan. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's what I heard. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So apparently they'll be doing two versions, like one that's a bit easier on the eyes and one that's going to be straight up just what we're getting basically
0: to be fair like 4 like cause four's the one that I've played 4's the one that I've played and I love 4 Resident Evil is a great game it's one of my favourites but I put it up there in like top 20 favourite games I would say um, I've played it like I've played it over like 2 or 3 times so that alone is a testament to how much I really enjoy that game Um, but like it's pretty it's pretty full on some it's, like the There's first time you see cool a Lost Plagueis
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Like, that's crazy. Like, you see, you know, you go, ah, cool, headshot, and then,
1: oh, no, oh, God, what is that? And when you fight the village chief for the first time in the barn, oh, yes. and he turns into, like, that weird centipede dude, and you're like, oh. what the fuck? Oh, man.
0: Resident, uh, Resident uh, Evil's been
1: good at the grotesque stuff. I'm going to have to buy
0: that on PS4, I think, in the next couple of weeks and play it again. I'm going to ready to play it again.
1: I'm going to hate myself, but I'm probably going to see if they do like a disc version with Resident ooh. Evil 0, 1, 4, 5, and 6, and just buy that, and then be like, oh, God, I bought three games that I like and two that I hate.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but So, yeah, ooh. they talked a bit about that, and again, they put out some new screens, which was, it's not much. It's sort of exciting. We, I saw the protagonist holding a gun, which I knew there was gun combat in the game, but it's exciting to see it sort of in there. Yep. Uh, herbs will be there all the there'll be traditional Resident Evil elements but they the did staples. That, they have been saying that if you are there for the gunplay you're probably going to be a bit disappointed because guns will not be as heavily featured as 4, 5 and 6 which Ain't again I'm fine with very exciting for you yes because uh, there's nothing worse than a survival horror game that just loads you down with weapons because it's not a survival horror game there's no, there's no fear there if no. I've got I mean as, as much as I love Resident Evil 4 like <laughs> I think The first third of that game, I was like, oh, Jesus, oh, God. Then you get to the castle, and you're, like, packing rocket launchers and tactical shotguns and a fully upgraded pistol, you're like, cool, I'm not scared. I've got, like, six first aid sprays.
0: Yeah. See, another game, like, like Dead Space is very similar. Like, Dead Space... um, But I feel like it does it a little bit better in terms of, like, still keeping that... Well, because Dead
1: Space has the added requirements of... The thing that would normally kill an enemy, not actually kill them,
0: oh yeah, and also too, like they give you all these sweet weapons and you like craft you get all these sweet weapons, but you're gonna have ammo for them exactly and and ammo is pretty scarce, so that's the thing, as long as they can give you all the weapons in the world as long as they just limit um, the amount of ammo that they give you, unless in a Joel, situation
1: you're playing dead space three. No, I didn't play Dead Space three. Yes, you so, did.
0: You played a bit with me. I played like I, we played like two hours of it. Yeah, I remember Until when I it played that game. stopped working!
1: Like towards the end of it, I had like two hundred clips of my plasma rifle. Oh, my plasma cutter, I should say. I was just like, oh, this this is fun. ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, gross! I try to forget oh. that game exists. But, but Kieran,
0: what they also they also announced that there's going to be a, a a VR music
1: video. they also showed a new trailer <laughs> well, not, not so much a new trailer I'm, I, by the way I'm just going straight past that I yeah that's no, fair enough oh, I mean I guess honestly it could be fun I think it could be fun it looks fun but like it, that was the
0: one thing that they talked about at like I know at the, the, the TGS <laughs> Sony conference was that they this, focused on this band that had also been around for 25 years or 20 years hey they, was, did, they
1: did one of the OP songs for former Alchemist I'll have you know
0: yeah yeah look you know and they're quite a well-known you know band within those certain circles um but yeah apparently they're doing a vr music video and then in the all, theme of resident evil and dressed up
1: in stars outfits
0: yeah like it looked look it looked cheesy and it looked Nah, but i like i could get behind that kind of thing like i'm a sucker with that kind of marketing if i had a vr headset I, i'd definitely be checking it out i mean why not honestly yeah, exactly. It's content. I think it's getting released for free online. They actually didn't talk about releasing how they're going to be distributing it or anything. I, don't know, I think.
1: actually want to be uh, like a free thing, or maybe yeah. it'll come out around Resident Evil Seven. Who knows? Yeah,
0: maybe like a hype thing. Yeah.
1: But, cool yeah, they also showed like again. I don't think it was new footage, but they showed um, some stuff from Final, Fan- uh, from Final Fantasy. I'm thinking. I'm getting my video game movies mixed up, Joel. <laughs> They showed some stuff from freaking Resident Evil, the final chapter, which I'm going to see. Yeah, you are. But, oh God. You're not going to enjoy it. You're going to see it though. No, I'm not. They also, Joel, they also showed some early Mm -hmm. sort of stuff for their new CG Resident Evil movie. Ooh. Resident Evil Vendetta. Vendetta.
0: Now, who's in
1: this one? Uh Leon and Chris by the looks of it. Right. Cool. So I uh, Leon I <laughs> Yes, basically. <laughs> um, it's still very early. I don't I don't I didn't pay much attention to what it was about. The only thing that I have heard and I don't know what to make of it I I heard Wesker come up, Joel. Really? Yes. Wesker, the infamous Wesker but... I don't know, he was dead in five and they said he was dead, so <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Like again, this wasn't new to this, like I'm I, I did a bit of googling tonight and apparently there was already breadcrumbs being being laid. Okay. Even DC Douglas the voice actor for Wesker not exactly saying that it's happening, but he he was he's tweeting about it. So, I don't I don't know what's going on. If Wesker's alive still that could be interesting. Could be interesting in terms of Resident Evil Seven as well. It could be whatever, whatever the fuck that game ends up being related yeah. to. I don't know, but yeah, it's. It's weird. I never thought because I, I, I would I would have been happy for West to be if his end had been fitting, but his end in Resident Evil Five was not fitting. Oh,
0: I watched you play that and it was just terrible.
1: Crass, <laughs> <laughs> <And> fucking <laughs> rocket in the lava. That sucked. <laughs> so dumb. Oh. It's so dumb. It was so bad. It's so dumb. Like but yeah, so if he ends up coming back in another CG movie and maybe that will usher his return to the series for maybe a proper ending, that would be great. I would be yeah, all for that. Yeah, that would be
0: good. be really cool.
1: But we'll see. I guess anything could happen. The last CG yeah. Resident Evil movie was kind of rough, so I'm not expecting much from this one, but I'll probably still yeah. check it out. Oh, well, you know worth a look worth a bit of a look but a bit, bit cool. of fun get some popcorn
0: yeah have a little sneaky look awesome so any other Resident Evil related news
1: uh, not really like it was basically oh. just an overview of just the series for the most part and then the, the brief tidbits of details about 7
0: yep cool awesome well, uh yeah go and check out the uh the beginning hour demo now updated um, Now updated. Um, If you don't want to play it, you want to watch someone else have a terrible time playing it, go and watch uh, my video of that up on the Dialog Options uh, YouTube page.
1: Oh, boy. Ah, God. So okay. We'll we'll cheer you up, Joel. We'll move on. We'll we'll move on to the...
0: something light and happy. This Yes. The last little
1: dot point on our notes. Yes.
0: Uh, So there was a trailer that came out this week for uh, Pokemon Generations, which is going to be a series of animated shorts, uh, and exploring stories from the the from the game's past. Um, the trailer looked awesome. I'm totally on board with the trailer. Had a freaking
1: amazing song.
0: Oh yeah, it, 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 amazing chip tune stuff. Like that was great alone. But like, the animation looked really great. Like w- the stories that they're going with looked really interesting. To far, you know.
1: Looks like to see what's going on we're there. you are gonna see some stuff from Blue,
0: shiny red Gyarados as well. That's pretty
1: cool, Blue versus Lance. But yeah, that's cool. I'm so excited to see Blue versus Ooh. Lance.
0: It's yeah, there. It's, it, look, it looks great. So they're going to be coming out. Actually, I by think the time this, this weekend up, there'll be
1: yeah, like the first two, right? Yeah, I think it's the first
0: two are uh, going up. I think there's, I want to say like. I don't know if I've read this wrong, maybe like 18 of them I think, or something.
1: I think I saw 18 as well.
0: Yeah, I think there's, so there's quite a few of them. We don't know how long they're going to be. They I, could be like five minutes long. I but, think I
1: said like two to three minutes long sort of okay.
0: time frame. Yep, that's cool. Because then all up, 18, yeah, that's, that works out to about like an hour, hour, 10 minutes or so. I mean, it,
1: it sort of sounds like that new Transformers series that's been coming out on the Machinima channel. Oh, okay. The Combiner has been like every week oh, there's like no a five-minute episode. That's cool. Yeah, it's interesting to see that. this sort of like YouTube become kind of a platform for this sort of like entertainment.
0: Yeah, and these like little bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Like I like that kind of thing. It's like, like oh uh, cool, I've
1: got <clears throat> Red versus Blue. <coughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Classic. just just uh, sort of saying, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but like like that was a web series that we watched, and the episodes were like essentially five mm-hmm. ten minutes long. Yeah, and they can get put together and be like essentially a ninety minute movie yeah exactly you can, and, I can feel like, that from this new Transformers series and I don't know about Generations it depends on how the story plays out like it could just be like these two three minute episodes are one story and the next, next one will be a different yeah. setting and stuff but I don't know
0: I I think you know I think at, at like worst case scenario that's what it's going to be yeah um, which is still good I'd be I'm still keen it. to check that out but, um, but yeah if it went sort of the, the red versus blue way that would be really cool so at the end of it, you could watch it as like a full, fully-fledged storyline.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, speaking of Pokemon anime, I recommend you go and Google Pokemon Sun and Moon anime and look at the picture of Ash, because he's been sort of redesigned for this new season. Oh, really? Let me have a look. I'm going to do this live. Oh, God. Okay. To give people who aren't Google, well, or they might be Googling it right now, he seems a bit more sort of one piece yokai watchy in his style. Uh. It's... You, have to, you probably have to go to the right source to see it. I saw it posted by Vooks on Twitter, and I was just kind of like, uh... Huh.
0: Okay. Why are
1: we changing the art style now? I don't know. Let's have a... All right, here we go. Here we go. We're looking at it now. Oh. Okay.
0: Right. Oh, I, I see what you mean. I see, like, yeah. Yeah, the one piece. He's, like, really thin arm, like, lanky, and...
1: He looks... Like, he just looks. It's, it's weird seeing weird. him look different this long on. Like. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. A- again, it's partially because we've seen Ash as he has existed basically since 1997 yeah. or whatever. And In his
0: typical useless form. <laughs>
1: yeah. And now he's changed, and it's just like, huh? What happened here? What is this? Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: weird. Anyway, so yeah, Pokemon Generations, yeah, by the time this episode uh goes live, they should be out, I think, the first two episodes. Um so go and have a look at them. I think they're just gonna be on like, the Pokemon YouTube channel. Yeah, which is again is really cool.
1: They're putting them on just yeah. on YouTube. That's neat.
0: That's really cool. Um and building hype. It's something we can watch that isn't fucking sun and moon oh spoiler my God. related
1: they keep popping on my feed Joel there's something yeah. called like Ultra, Mo- Ultra Monsters or something I don't know yeah, what that I, is I saw,
0: I've seen that too I've seen something oh, else that I don't God. know if you know about no. I've seen something else oh. that I don't know you know about yet but I'm not going to say it that actually sounds really fucking amazing I just um,
1: want to I want to go into this game and be surprised I, wanna, I want it to all feel new and it's the it, internet age man it's going to be hard to do I know not even that just like I don't know like what what's the point of Pokemon if not to discover the Pokemon that's true, yeah. the, the battling isn't good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: the story is yeah. usually middling. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm just
0: I desperate like the for something. Line, I'll never
1: get back. I feel like the storyline...
0: Yeah, that's tough. But I feel like the storyline in this one could be alright. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I've seen heaps of Pokemon. <laughs> I know, just from the stuff that I have seen. I'm like, yeah, alright. Seems like they're doing some some cool stuff. But time will tell... How long have we got to wait for that? It's November, isn't That's it? It's November, yeah. Mm. It's
1: like the week, the week and a bit before fifteen. Oh, it's cramped in the end of this year and the start oh, of next year. God, nothing okay. but s- nothing but like time sinks. oh great, great. So,
0: Pokemon generation looks great. Um, cool. Shall we move on to some questions? Yeah, let's just dive into the questions. Let's just keep this baby rolling. Uh, cool. Our first question this week comes from Lauren from OK Games. Hello, Lauren. Uh, she writes, Joel, how great was Motion City soundtrack? Not gonna lie, I almost cried at the end. Uh, I'm just gonna answer that one briefly. Yes, it was amazing. Um, we went and saw Motion City soundtrack last weekend, who are a band. It was their last ever show in Melbourne, because they're breaking up, which is really sad. I love them. Yes, I almost cried as well. Um, and it was great. Uh, but her actual question, she says, also, there, has there been a game that takes way longer than you thought? Like, you thought you'd put in a solid afternoon, but it's been three years and it's still not done. Bonus question, did it change the way you
1: felt about the game? That's an interesting question. Um, Kyron? I had to think a bit. I was trying to think of something maybe a while ago. Like I'm trying to think of the longest game I've like started playing and never finished, but... right. Nothing really jumped to mind, so the- yep. I decided to go for a recent one, which I thought I'd for sure just pick up, play for, like, an afternoon, beat the story, and then be like, cool, that was fun, I'm done. Yeah. But instead, I got sucked into a horrible wormhole of farming for crafting materials to build better weapons to take on better tons, <laughs> and Just It's Attack on Titan. Wings of yeah. Free. Like, um, I obviously love the Attack on Titan anime, and... <laughs> and the manga as we discussed a few weeks ago <laughs> yeah uh so i was just like when it came out i'm like sweet i'm gonna enjoy this game storyline it'll be fun and here yep. i am like two weeks later i'm still playing it i just finished like all the survey missions so that's 100 percent now and now i'm just awesome. farming for requests and building better weapons to fill out my gallery because i really want that platinum and the gameplay hook is just there the game feel is nice yep. i just I can't stop playing it. It's it sounds like the same I feel about Mad Max, man. Yeah, I, I get it. Oh, it just hooked me. And... Yep. Yeah, I was trying to think of anything similar to that, but not really. So that's my most recent example. And yeah, i got to get those S-Ranks, man. I can't Sweet
0: stop. S-Ranks. Get those bad boys. Get them.
1: Um, well, I was
0: thinking about too, and I the one that sprung to mind that I'm going to go with was The Binding of Isaac. Um... This is—you've uh, probably heard me talk about it before, um, and you've probably heard about this game before. It's a—it's a twin, like a twin stick shooter roguelike, I guess you could say, like a top down roguelike. like, um, very like Zelda esque, like classic Zelda esque, I guess you could say as well. Um, and it's—it's it's fucking hard. It's a hard game. It uh, is I remember, hard. it's super hard. In good, it's great. Um, I remember seeing it, like, pop up. Like, I think you were telling me about it. We were at a friend's house, and you were like, oh, yeah, that new game by the guy who made Super Meat Boy has come out. And I'm like, oh, cool, have a look at it. And, like, I watched the trailer for it. I'm like, this looks really good. I might actually buy that. And like, I bought it, expected to play it for, like, maybe, like, you know, a few weeks, and then uh, cut to the, the point where I finally first saw credits in that game after, I think, 100 hours 100 hours Dat roguelike Yep uh, And the thing was I saw credits Still not the end of the game There's way more after that um, It's a game that I still pick up I'll, I'll still get that itch And I'll go oh, I really want to play like a Like a really solid roguelike I'll just pick that up I've got it on my Vita now And I've actually made more progress On my Vita version Than I have on On the, uh, the Steam version um, And I love it I I, I love it I like you know. It's, I expected it to be this like a fun little game. It'd be a few hours long, and I'll have a bit of fun with it. And it's it's consumed me. Like it has consumed me. I'll I'll still pick it up. I still think about that game to this day, and I'll still continue to pick it up uh, and play. Uh, I've still got to play the the DLC that came out for the Afterbirth DLC as well. I haven't even touched that, which apparently adds like there's like a hundred other a hundred more hours of gameplay to it. Apparently, it's insane how much it adds. It's fucking crazy like that game is awesome and it, it spawned my love of roguelikes I didn't even know th- the genre was a thing before that moment and now I, I I love it I can't stop playing these types of games for better or worse I've played some terrible ones I've played some fucking great ones I mean Leap of Fate that I was talking about a few weeks ago that that's awesome that's a great roguelike Um, but I mean it all started with Binding of Isaac and yeah a game that I thought I was, was going to entertain me for a little while and I, then I just I couldn't put it down and I still haven't seen like the full extent of what that game has to offer. It's crazy. Batshit crazy. Um Yeah, so thank you, Lauren. Uh if you guys want to go check out OK Games, go to okgames.com.au. Um check them out over there. They they write some really, really awesome stuff. They also have their own podcast as well, which is really, really good. I listen to it every week. I was listening to it in the car just before. Um, So go and show them some love, um, and I'm
1: sure they'll really appreciate it. So thank you, Lauren. What do we got next? Uh, We got a question from Ben. Hey, Ben! Ben, again, he seems to like bringing up things that will make us sad and unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) Because Ben asks us, what game got us the most excited, only to dash our hopes entirely, Attached with a li- a little a little screenshot from Futurama with that quote <laughs> Bravo, sir. Oh anyway. Bravo, sir. You raised my hopes and dashed them quite oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> I love Futurama,
1: I do, but Ben wants us to be sad. So Joel, what he about does. you? Well what games have gotten The you excited obvious one just
0: destroyed you. The obvious one, which I've talked way too much about in the past few weeks, which is Metal Gear Solid V. I'm not going to go into more detail about that one, because you know how I feel about that game, and it's not great. Um, so I, I I thought a little bit more about, like, overhyped games, and games that were super hyped up, and I, 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 ones that I was excited for as well. And I came down to a couple of more ones. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is Watch Dogs. I thought that looked great I was really interested in it I liked the setting of it I liked how you know cool I could hack everything I could hack the planet with my phone that's cool do all this cool shit with this badass hacker gonna go around and just yeah hack the planet and when I got the game it was repetitive unfun and I didn't even get past I don't think the first act
1: hold square job
0: yeah hold that's square. it hold square hold and square it was just hack. it wasn't fun i didn't enjoy it it ugh. having said that i am interested in watchdogs 2 because it looks like they have actually they've done an assassin's creed the first assassin's creed was very by the numbers nothing out of the ordinary um everyone said that when the game came out assassin's creed 2 came out and it's still probably the best one in the series so
1: i don't know man like i know people said that about assassin's creed 1 but even at face value, I think I enjoyed Assassin's Creed One more than I could ever begin to enjoy Watch Dogs. Right, fair enough. That's fair.
0: I yeah, that's true. We'll see how Watch Dogs goes. Know.
1: Like maybe the sequel will do it, or maybe this will be the last Watch Dogs game we see. Who knows? Yeah, well,
0: I, see, I'm, I just I like I like the concept of like being in this like modern world, sort of modern day open world, being able to hack into stuff, and it looks like he can hack into a lot more stuff this time and have a little bit more impact on things than just security cameras and street signs that turn things into memes. Um, mm-hmm. Which was funny the first 40 times.
1: Hey, look, I, um, I'm not going to lie. I may have just hacked a sign until it finally said "that ass.
0: <laughs> yes, okay, it was still pretty funny. I'll give it that. I'm a child, um, deep down. Yeah, yeah, we are man-children. Um, but yeah, so that was the, the one of the ones that I was... Uh, super interesting and very excited for and then just took it back straight away pretty much within a week um the other one is a classic in terms of overhyped failures and that's Duke Nukem Forever I loved Duke Nukem 3D I played so much of that game I had such a ball with that game I loved how dumb and crude and offensive it would be like sometimes and just just dumb and dumb fun I loved it it was great it was gory it was all over the shop and so I was expecting that from Duke Nukem Forever um but it just it was I like I don't I'm okay with things being like slightly offensive for offensive sake like Stick of Truth hilarious love that game horribly offensive at some points in that game but I love that game um this just there were parts where I was like really that's what you okay all right I get okay cool I get what you're trying to do there that's you've said that all right cool I mean the game literally within the first 10 minutes you can go and get a piece of shit out of the toilet and then like write on a whiteboard it's just yeah I wanted it to sort of be like this, sort of like fun throwback to my you know days as a like tween playing Duke Nukem Forever on my old crappy PC. It just wasn't, just wasn't at all.
1: It's a shame. It is a shame. Uh, What about you, Karen? So I have one, which again I'm pretty sure I've talked about in the past. If Mm. not here, someone's probably heard me rant about it. (laughs) On a street corner somewhere. Probably. I probably had a sign, maybe a little hat down (laughs) on the ground going, ah, jeez. It's Dragon Age 2. Ah. Dragon Age 2 purely because, and again, you could say that this is probably my own fault because I fucking love Dragon Age Origins. It is still, in my mind, the best Dragon Age game and probably my tied for favorite ever Bioware game with Mass Effect 2. Oh. Uh, it And then I got Dragon Age 2, and it was so much more limited in scope. Yep. The main character was pretty boring. I didn't really give mm-hmm. a crap about him. The combat was very button mashy, lacking any sort of strategy. Uh, copy and paste dungeons all over the place. Some of them were just flipped. Uh.
0: Ugh, Ugh, that's and a, lazy. And the
1: last boss, it just kind of felt uninspired. I don't know. I didn't like it, and I was so let down. So again, yeah. just after Dragon Age Origins, which I loved. I loved that world, the characters, the story, how right. epic it felt. And then 2 just, I don't know, just sort of shadow all over that and Ugh. left me broken and battered. Yes, Inqu- well, it seems to be a bit of a... You know that was you weren't alone in that. No, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like I was joined by others. Inquisition was a step in the right direction, but I'm still, I don't know. Origins is still where it's at for Dragon Age. Right. Um, Fair enough. And the other one, since I, I, I you brought this up from the start, and I thought I got thinking about it, and the more I think <laughs> about it, the more angry I get. And it's it's interestingly timed because the Bioshock collection came out. Ah, yes. Bioshock Infinite. That's... Yeah. That's... Okay. Good story. Interesting story. Cool world. Just ruined by gunplay that didn't feel like it fit. Yeah. Like, Bioshock 1, I don't know, I was fighting for survival from sploices. 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 So I kind of... Like, the combat felt appropriate, and then I came into Bioshock Infinite, and I'm just this guy gunning down guards, eating rubbish out of bins... Yeah. shooting like wasps out of my hand or whatever it was he had and I it don't know just, it just yeah. did. it was jarring because the story was so good and the characters the were so was
0: interesting awesome and yeah the character like Elizabeth and Booker were really cool characters yeah. then. and
1: then I'd finish a cool cutscene and I'd be shooting dudes and I'm like this doesn't feel like it fits I don't know yeah and then the I, conclusion of that game was a really boring wave defense and I just God, I couldn't stand it That that's true like I I it that, that didn't bother me as
0: much. Um the more I thought about it I was like oh, okay yeah that's that's fairly true. I I would agree with that to some extent, but I still really like that game. It's better than fucking BioShock 2. Um I would but,
1: honestly debate you there, man. Nah. I think it's better BioShock, than Bioshock two, has, 2 BioShock 2 has a worse story for sure. But again, the gameplay fits. Yeah. It just fits and gameplay is important in a game, man. That's true. I'm sure oh, Bioshock yes. Infinite uh, would be like a good book or a fun movie to see, but as a game, just have all those weird gunfights break out and the the things that weren't big daddies, that were yeah, sort of big the, daddies. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll agree to disagree to some extent on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Awesome. You got any other ones? No, those are the two biggest ones. Those are the big ones? Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Ben. Thank you very much thank for your you, thank question. Thank
1: you for unearthing.
0: Yeah, just that. fucking bringing up all these memories. <gasps> yeah, bastard. Oh, cool. And our last question this week comes from our very good friend, Sean. Uh, Sean asks us, if you had the chance to collaborate with a bunch of devs and designers that would pretty much do all the work for you, what kind of game would you love to create? Um, This is like... I read this question. and I, You know when someone goes, what's your favourite movie? Go. Or what's your favourite video game? Go. And you go, uh, um, uh, uh, and you sort of get overwhelmed with responses? This is how I feel about this question. <laughs> I've had constant things where I'm like, oh, I'd love to see a game where this was this and that this happens and couldn't think of anything. So, I don't know. I I started off by thinking maybe a digital board game, like something original, kind of like Armello, but, like, obviously different. Um, and, or, or maybe even, like, a roguelike, because I, I love that genre so much, um, and I like it because it's such a good pick-up-and-play um, genre. You could, like, play it for 20 minutes, you could play it for four hours and do a whole bunch of runs in that time. Um, But I think the the important thing that I would like it to have, I would like it to have, like, a lot of, like, style. Like, sort of, like, a Persona or The World Ends With You kind of style. Like, in terms of just, like, setting and character design and things like that. Not necessarily art style or anything like that, similar. Um, And I reckon I'd have, like, a focus on some sort of pop culture element, whether it be, like, you know... Movies or or like music as well being like a almost like its own character in the game. I don't know. Make of that what you will. Uh, devs that you are list that are listening to me and
1: <laughs> hanging on to my every word. Um,
0: yeah. What about you, man? I
1: don't know. Like again, the same thing as you. I, I would probably just want to make a sweet Metroidvania game. Yeah. Or like some sort of like. Again, like you said, like a, a a stylish game like Persona, like a Persona slash Final Fantasy as JRPG, yep. sort of like that would mash the strengths from both of those games. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like with that sort of, if that was the situation, I found myself in, it'd be one of those two, probably more so a Metroidvania. But even then, I don't know. There's so many of them now.
0: Yeah, that, it's that that genre is sort of having a bit of a um a bit of a resurgence lately.
1: No, thanks to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, well you know,
0: someone's gonna fucking do something about that's that. That's
1: true. So yeah, I don't know, like probably a Metroidvania, I'd say. As far as setting goes, maybe not sci fi to try and avoid that cluttered area. Yeah. Maybe more that's down fair. The, the fantasy way, like maybe No, but even Dark Souls is Salt Sultan Sanctuary occupied that space. God that's damn true. it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Castlevania occupied the Gothic Like, well, Jesus Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's all done. D- do something weird, do it, like, set it in, like, I
1: don't know. Yeah, see, it's not easy, is it, man? Um,
0: shopping mall, I don't know. No, shopping dead Rising, fuck. Um, <laughs> wow, okay, I was like, I'm going gonna, gonna to come up with a really just on the <laughs> off-the-cuff idea. No, had nothing. Oh. Nothing. Wow, I'm looking around trying to find inspiration. I'm like, uh, um, um, clothesline, no, that's not a thing. Um But, yeah. You
1: know what? I'd just make the next Metroid game. There you go. Yep, done. There that we go. Ha, that's devs it. can do all the work. I'll just plan out the next Metroid game. All good. That's right. Fuck you, Nintendo. But also, <laughs> don't
0: fuck you and give us some information on the NX, you bastards. <laughs> um,
1: That'll convince them, Joel. That, that's <laughs> yeah. the way
0: to do it. Got to be cruel to be kind, mate. You know, treat In- them mean. Nintendo's them doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're doing that to us. Fuckers. Um... Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I'd have some sort of, like, it'd be different, like, it wouldn't be a typical, like you said, like, it wouldn't be anything like sci-fi or anything like that. Even, like, I can't think of what it would be like, but, you know, kind of how Rockstar took GTA, and it went, what if GTA was set in the Wild West, and you riding horses instead of cars, and then, Rock uh, like, Red Dead Redemption was a thing. I know Red Dead Revolver was first. But we don't talk about that. I do know, man. It's coming to the PS4. <laughs> fucking weird. Anyway. Um, did you think that they got that wrong? They saw that. They're like, oh, people really want Red... Because everyone just calls it Red Dead. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, they want Red Dead on the PS4. All right, here oh, you go, guys. Here's here you go, formal. guys. And everyone's like, what are you fucking doing? And I'm like, that's what you wanted. Good guy, Rockstar. Wanted- <laughs> and then they're just like, dear diary, today I thought I did the right <laughs> thing. And then I was told that I did the wrong thing. <laughs> Oh Red Dead, Red Dead is cancelled Red Dead is cancelled Red Dead 3 at the window in the bin and then we're like what are you doing um, what is happening in this oh, uh, but yeah like I, I do something a little bit like different like take an existing genre and then go alright what if we had this but we put it here like even you could sort of argue like the Persona series as well It's like you know, de-
1: I was going to say Persona is definitely an example of that. taking yeah. the, the JRPG gameplay and sort of mashing it with a visual novel basically
0: yeah exactly and like setting it yeah and this sort of because the parts when you're not in the tv world were relatively grounded mm. and even the parts in the tv world i guess the the themes and the the overall tones of the uh what you're dealing with in the, the tv world in the shadow world is quite real you can relate Yeah, I mean, with Persona 4, yeah, so I'm talking about maybe about Persona 4, but...
1: You you say in TV world, I think most people would know.
0: Yeah, yeah. um, But, like, you know, it's it's all about, you know, tackling your your inner demons and those little voices inside you that try and take you down.
1: Joel, we'll do a special Persona podcast next year, it's fine.
0: Oh, okay, anyway. But, yeah, (laughs) so I think... It's a it's a really tough question. Sort of like I said, it's when someone says, "What's your favorite game?" Go and you go, ah, f- 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 Space Miner. I don't know, <laughs> Space Miner. Uh, that's a real game, actually. I was trying I know, to know. It's called Birdman put... no Sky. No, no, no. A, there's a there's a game called Space Miner on iOS, and I did play it a lot. and It is a really good game. Um, I was just trying to put two random words together, <laughs> and I managed to come up with an actual game <laughs> that, that I exists. really like. That exists and I really like. Um. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sean, for that. Oh boy, it's getting to that time this where we is, this just this is why we don't silly. make
1: video games. We just play them.
0: We just play them. We'll just keep playing them. Oh boy, I think we better wrap this up before I start losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> before I get back up on my my crazy hobo NX set soapbox again. I oh.
1: mean, October man, believe October. Oh please! please. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll 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 stick a we'll tie a nice little bow, wrap it around this, and yep. we'll, we'll send it off. Wrap it up. <laughs> as always, thank you for listening to us uh, ramble about video games. <laughs> I think that's appropriate for the last part. There was some rambling trying to figure oh, out God. what the fuck we'd make as a game. <laughs> um. <laughs> If, oh. if you're interested in following us and hearing more from us, you can <laughs> follow us on Twitter or on, you can like us on Facebook. Both of those accounts are just dialogue options. So, you know, pretty easy to find. We like to keep it simple. Uh, you can follow us individually on Twitter as well. You'll find me at LemonManX. And where will they find you, Joel? At Ah, uh, So proud of you. Love uh, it. But yeah, so again, thanks for listening. Uh, send us if you've got any comments. Even then, you can send us emails at dialogoptions at gmail and we'll we'll even we might respond to you, or we'll just answer questions from you on next week's episode. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> please, if you're listening to us on iTunes as well, if you could re- like do us a huge favor and go and uh, give us a a, a a rating and a review on the on the iTunes store, um, that would be super appreciated because the more people that do that. The more in circulation we get, and the I, more listeners we get,
1: I'd like to do it, but my Android phone won't let me.
0: Yeah, uh, well, and do it on the Google Play or uh, whatever store. The whatever store. I that sounded really bad. <laughs> I, that sounded really like <laughs> fuck you guys. No, it's I. I legitimately don't know where people listen to it on Android. So I, I
1: use I'm, a, I I'm use the Podbean app, man
0: oh there you go so do it on Podbean go in yeah please sorry continue
1: <laughs> anyway so yeah we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux take us out as always it is Strike Witches Get Bitches and we will see you next week catch ya Later.